0: To me, baby. Hey, 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 hey. Talk nerdy to me, baby. Talk nerdy to me, baby. someone went low.
1: As as low as I can go without having that really weird sound. I could I
0: could have used that. Hello, everyone.
1: Welcome back to Talk Nerdy to Me, baby. In if case you, you
0: didn't know. Could,
1: yeah. In case the interrupted theme song threw you off.
0: Threw me off. We're all thrown off. But that's part of the fun.
1: And I have succeeded in my di- diabolical plans.
0: Speaking of thrown off, a lot of spells were thrown off in the latest oh, Wizarding World film.
1: Yeah, we saw Crimes of Grindelwald last night. Yeah. Overall, yes or no? Yes. Yes.
0: I I feel like... um like the Assassin's Creed movie. Which, which I haven't didn't. seen. Right. It was one of those, because I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. After seeing that movie, I was like, I liked it, but I have some notes.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel and like... And that's okay. I, I do that with a lot of Book to movies when I've read the book first.
0: Mm-hmm. But you can't do that now.
1: No. Which is why I think they have a little more issue with story structure.
0: Yes, uh, so just to let everyone know, forewarning. Here there spoiler be spoilers. Warning. Yes, here there be spoilers.
1: Want to say that closer? Give him another thing.
0: Here there be spoilers.
1: And that was a cameo from Pirate Casey.
0: Err. <laughs> I got CFDs a couple of days ago, so feeling piratey. Mm. Uh Also, Grindelwald is... Just a wizard pirate, which now that I say that out loud sounds pretty cool.
1: I mean, that would be really awesome. If,
0: hey, J.K. Rowling, whenever you're listening to this, because I know you're such a fan, uh, let's go there next. Let's go to like, like pirate days, wizarding world.
1: That would be interesting. But I can see what you mean with Grindelwald because he has a fake eye, which is just an eye patch for a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, except he threw his animal companion out a window or a door it was awful.
0: Yeah, I'm hope I'm just like, I hope it's like a swimming lizard. I I know he didn't care, but.
1: I just, there were a couple times where they like are trying to like drill home to you that Grindelwald's an awful awful person who cares for nothing and no one and that included this poor little lizard thing that loved him. Yeah. And I I was very close to checking out.
0: I know, I know you did. But thankfully it was just above water and I'm sure he had this the same, well, at least my mindset went to, well, he's a lizard. Hopefully he can swim. He let the other guy swim, so maybe the lizard can swim.
1: Or maybe the lizard landed on a tester and really just flew away safely.
0: Yeah, he could have just, like, grabbed onto one and climbed. He could have been under the carriage the whole time.
1: Yeah. Let's go with that.
0: Yeah, there you go. Canon. Mm-hmm. I mean, you heard it here first, folks. Uh,
1: exclusive.
0: Exclusive to Talk New to me TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Is it big exclusive? big exclusive. Okay, so uh, overall thoughts on the movie?
0: Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, I obviously still like the characters, um, the and I like the characters Jacob,
1: developed. Tina, and Queenie.
0: Yeah, the the four the four on their adventures. Uh, I like the other stuff going on too, but to me, it just feels like different movies and. As I was watching it, it kind of felt like uh, it was the season premiere of a TV show.
1: I could see that. Like, after coming back from a break.
0: Yeah. It seemed very much like that. Like, return from a hiatus uh, television series.
1: I get that. I The way I've been putting it is it feels like a transition movie. Because they're trying to transition from the overall whimsy of the first movie which was the majority of that movie. <clears throat> Sorry. Until you get to about the end and into what's going to be the overarching thing for the next however many movies. Yeah. Which is like...
0: They plan on five, so, so we'll see if, like, you know, over time of making these, they decide to drop one or add one depending on how much story there is left to tell. Mm-hmm.
1: But I feel like that's going to have a different tonality from the first one. And this movie kind of suffered from having to bridge the gap between we're showing you the beginnings of one of the greatest wizarding war- wars ever, um, and going away from just the adventures of our zookeeper.
0: Yeah, and see, that's, that's where I'm a bit conflicted, because I actually really liked the end of this movie, like the last, like the third act of it. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, it was kind of showy, but... Not really. Like, there wasn't, like, a big wizarding battle. It was more of a... Uh, sort more, of. I mean, there was, but it was more about, like, a morality it, kind w- of thing. Yeah. And less of a pew-pew-pew-pew, spell-spell, pew-pew-pew. Oh, not
1: the really long, watery line of magic.
0: Yeah, not a extended, uh, better-looking version of the little spell toy I had as a kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: But it's just but what i'm i feel really conflicted about is the fact that i like the whimsical animal stuff more
1: see i've always been really interested in like the history of the wizarding world so like i've always wanted stories about the marauders i've always wanted stories about the founding of hogwarts and i've always been really interested in like dumbledore's backstory and that part, which is kind of what this movie starts to bring you into, is bridging into not just being a story about Newt, but being a story about Dumbledore, which is interesting. Um,
0: I just wonder if those would would be better off and more structural, have a better structural foundation if they were separate.
1: Maybe, but you run into the problem of the way that were being presented to this, and we don't know, because there's not that much information about Newt Scamander outside of um, the book he wrote and the fact that we know that his grandson ends up marrying Luna Lovegood. Um, I think it's his grandson. It's either his son or his grandson. But mm. I think it's his grandson. Because his son would be too old. Yeah. But anyway, that's really the only things... Oh, and that he marries Tina. Like, that's canon written in other, like, physical book sources. Is that... Those
0: are... Uh, I haven't even checked in all of that. But that's oh. good to know.
1: Yeah. So, those are, like, the foundations of what we know going in.
0: Because there was a weird... There's a weird, like, love triangle thing that they were kind of setting up uh, in this one about... Uh...
1: It, it didn't even really feel like a love triangle to me. It felt like an unclosed circle that needed a resolution because they had never had a discussion for it. And you kind of got it by force.
0: Because they they had a thing before she uh, got engaged to his brother. We
1: never really understand why she moves from one to the other. Yeah. Though we also never really know if they date.
0: Yeah, but... I mean, uh,
1: we're talking about Lila Lestrange, yeah, uh, Zoe Kravitz in this movie. It's implied fairly heavily that you know Newt was in love with her, and possibly that she loved him back. Um, but it's never explicitly said that they date. It's more implied and/or shown that he and her were really good friends.
0: Yeah, what I got was like. Um, like, uh, no, I was gonna make a comparison, but that wouldn't work because it, it implies a little bit too much. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was thinking Hamilton, like, with that sort of thing, but it's n- I don't think it's that way at all. You know? I, th- I think it's more of like a, uh, yeah, there was probably a thing, and I think I was interested in you, and part of me always thinks you're cute and adorable, but, like, I'm not interested in
1: well, one the one long like,
0: game with yeah, you. Yeah, it's like at all.
1: the feelings never go away, I never stop caring. Like, yeah. I don't think he or she ever stopped caring I mean, that's, about each other. Yeah,
0: I, I think that's definitely a yeah. solid...
1: But we also don't really know... So you get a flashback of them at Hogwarts about, like, how they started, like, interacting with each other and all that. But we never get a resolution about, like, what happened. We get her conversation with Dumbledore saying, you know, I was a bad student, you weren't a bad student, all that. We never understand what happens to her but Newt was expelled from Hogwarts I'm pretty sure and I think they talk about that in the first movie Uh,
0: I think that's true I think that's isn't that in written somewhere yeah expelled but it was yeah it was something to do with the creature
1: yeah and I think they also talk about that in the first movie at one point when he talked when they mentioned Dumbledore yeah it's kind of how they bring in Hogwarts to the first movie which is just by mention when they talk about it. Yeah. Um, and so we never really... That could be why they never ended up together. Also, we don't know how much older his brother is. I assume he's older.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's by much. Like, I'm sure that they were... It, it seemed to me like... Uh, here's something we can both relate to. Uh, he was... His brother seemed like the popular kid that everyone liked. And... Yeah. Newt was kind of the outcast. Kind of weird weird little kid the inside. one who had all
1: of his interests that was in the corner being like look at all my cool stuff I like. yeah
0: they're like he's oh there goes new playing with his little creatures yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
0: but uh i really there was one scene in particular that i really like because i was just like are they gonna try and make this love triangle because i'm like i'm pretty sure he's really into tina and i know that she's uh into him they keep mentioning that she's dating someone, like, he's like, oh, you you have a boyfriend, sort yeah. of. Also,
1: dating doesn't mean boyfriend.
0: Yeah, well, she's seeing him, but it's just, you know, he could very well be placeholder person, because we never see him, and she just doesn't even, like, acknowledge his existence. No, and the, I don't
1: think we ever even hear a name of whatever. Yeah, just it like, was just, she's
0: <clears throat> seeing someone, another, or...
1: And then, like, you can just see, like, she understands. Like, they click in a way. Like, the salamander that line. was great yeah cuz like don't call her salamander like and then she knows that that's what he means and she's like that's so cute uh,
0: I like that there were a couple of things that didn't quite pay off in this movie but I'm glad that was one of the things that actually did yeah. uh, it just seemed like a cute little character development thing but then there actually was a even bigger payoff for it that's what I really like I like the little character things mm-hmm. that we see uh, like of of course the magical stuff is always great, but in, in big movies like these, it's like the, the it's the smaller things that I like.
1: Yeah, uh, I saw Eddie Redmayne did a bunch of different things with uh, YouTubers, a lot of like Harry Potter related YouTubers for the press tour of Fantastic Beasts, and one of them, uh, sh- he, I will shout out because I think she's fun. Uh, Tessa Netting did a video with him about guessing what wand is what wand, mm-hmm. um, but blindly, and so mm-hmm. he was just doing the Fantastic Beast wands, I do believe, and he got the biggest thing he was upset about was that he missed uh, Tina's, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Love of my life, Tina." <laughs> <And> <laughs> well, it was there you really go. Cute. that's
0: confirmed. Cute. Also confirmed. Hufflepuff confirmed.
1: We already, we always knew he was a Hufflepuff.
0: But like. In, in school uniform, confirmed.
1: Mm. Yeah, though... Done deal. I think uh, we went and saw it with a couple people. I think he was confused about w- the things, because the Hogwarts robes looked kind of blue. Like, just the school robe. Mm-hmm. And it was like, is he in Ravenclaw? What? I'm like, no, the inside yeah. collars and all that. Yeah. And we also got to see Gryffindors being bullies.
0: I mean, we've seen it before.
1: We have, but I found it very interesting that we got to empathize with a girl who was a Slytherin, and not, and she wasn't a perfect person. But you got to see how the school made her feel like a monster and evil more so, because yeah. they, she was being bullied. Oh, I,
0: I believe that wholeheartedly that there is a pressure. Uh, on Slytherin, like, they're looked at differently, or just because, you know, some of the people in Slytherin aren't great, that it's like, well, then all of you aren't great, and there's no possible chance for you to be a good person because you're in Slytherin.
1: You're all evil, but I just, it, my little Slytherin heart was a little vindictive, because people get, can get pissed at you if you talk about the marauders and call them bullies,
0: People get mad about that? Yeah. Dude, those guys suck.
1: <laughs> they, here's the thing. They are cool characters. But, es- like, especially in school. Like, there's only so much you can talk about, like, other times. But, like, they were jerks. Like, they were big jerks. Like, Snape, I'm not a Snape apologist. Because he does some crap stuff, too. But you have these guys who, because their leader loves this girl that he's friends with and they know he has a crush on her, lead him out to a werewolf. Not only is that crap to their friend, it's crap to so much. But anyway, that's a different movie and a different discussion.
0: <laughs> but yeah, a little, little bit of some some Hogwarts stuff there. Uh, what was I again? Oh yeah, I just, when you mentioned the Slytherin thing, I could feel your heart beating next to me your Slytherin heart just stump-thumping. Uh, yeah. But it reminds me of a, a meme I saw recently it was like, yes, we have, uh, we treat all, it's like Dumbledore, uh, we treat all our houses equally. Uh, you've got Gryffindor, Slytherin, and what, I, I don't even remember how it goes. It was like, like, bird feathers and, uh, I want to say, Jigglypuff? It was like, <laughs> looks at writing on hand Jigglypuff. <laughs> we treat all our houses equally here.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, that, that makes me just think of it like a very Potter musical. Because the, Dumbledore is a weird dude in that.
0: Every, I feel like everything outside the Wizarding World, like Potter, Puppet, pals, everything just makes Dumbledore just the weirdest.
1: Okay, this. I really appreciated the portrayal of Dumbledore in this. So did I. And I want, is it for the same reason or is it differently?
0: Well, I just, I mean, it's another thing that's just really funny because you've got this suave debonair, like, oh, I know I'm so handsome teacher that all the students crush on Dumbledore. Uh, But then I'm just like, so when, when, when do the curtains come in? When does the, when does he decide to let that beard go all the way down? Like what, what changed? Maybe that's like the fifth movie. He's like, I'm going to grow my beard out
1: or he just you know it's how many years later it's the 1920s in this movie that by the time we see him in Harry Potter it's the 90s so like
0: but i still i still go with uh, the chamber of secrets flashback
1: oh yeah yeah because
0: that was that was supposed to be 50 years before like exactly 50 well, years
1: here's where the part. chamber
0: of secrets had been opened
1: well here's the thing there's a blood curse so, when they break the blood curse, maybe he goes a little senile. Maybe he goes a little mad. Maybe it affects him.
0: Oh, like a, you're talking like sorcerer slash philosopher stone kind of a thing? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, <laughs> you broke the seal. I go from sexy Jude Law to Michael Gambon. Yeah. Whoops.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Age
0: catches up to you. I mean... I,
1: I mean, I don't think it's quite the Nicholas Flamel thing. <laughs> but speaking of which, Nicholas Flamel in this movie, odd, but I really enjoyed his running.
0: Yes. <laughs> He was like a little little size buddy.
1: Oh god, it was funny. Um, and you get like the peak of the philosopher's stone.
0: I like the, the little quick philosophical question. Is it worth it to live nearly forever if the slightest touch breaks but your you're... bones?
1: <laughs> I have never wanted immortality. Ever. In my life. It has no like... I don't see the benefit.
0: Well, I think if I had to choose, I would if choose you had the...
1: had to choose, if you had to choose.
0: It's not a tie. <laughs> uh, I would pick the blood one because I get to stay as Jude Law for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then whoever you're blood bound to has to end up being kind of weird Johnny Depp.
0: Hey, that's not me. If I get to be Jude Law and someone else has got to be uh, Wizard Pirate Johnny Depp I'm I'm okay with that okay I still get to be Madman Jude Locke. <laughs> it's so madman
1: it is though you can definitely see his receding hairline the, yes. when that when there's the scene with the mirror of Erised, which is really cool because it's a callback to Dumbledore talking to Harry about how like people can get so addicted to what they see in the mirror
0: said but that's desire spelled backwards Oh uh. uh. Troll Two reference everybody. Probably <laughs> um, Troll Two fans out there. There are no Troll Two fans. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I really liked that. Um,
1: well, because it made that line in Harry Potter makes more sense because you right. see that he goes there to see him and Grindelwald be happy.
0: Yeah, uh, as
1: happy as you can be with a sociopath.
0: I uh, will get back to that. <laughs> it reminded me of Inception. Where,
1: uh, oh yeah,
0: where Joseph Gore levitt tells Ellen Page, "Oh, now you see uh, that Dom spends so much time doing all the things he tells you not to do." <laughs> yeah.
1: so. well, so, and I'm not gonna make this into that like eight part sociopath series like that keeps going on on YouTube right now. But one of my favorite, it's like not portrayals but characterizations of Dumbledore which is not necessarily the way that you're supposed to read him, but I enjoy it a lot, is slightly
0: Manipulative.
1: A little manipulative, a little sociopathic, a little, I would say more narcissism, because he... Oh, I
0: got that in this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: So, Dumbledore as a narcissist, and I say that more than sociopath, because he does have empathy for for certain things, and he does understand moral choices, but he's a bit, he's a very broad picture narcissist. And with that is like, his choices, his thoughts are the most important. He's manipulating everyone around him to further whatever his idea of of what the world should be is. And it's what he does throughout the entirety of Harry Potter. And it's what he does in this movie. And it's, he's just such a manipulative person for his own gain. Mm -hmm. And so, the reason I wouldn't call him a sociopath is because, like, he obviously does have emotional connection, even if it's to a uh, crazy-ass wizard and, pirate.
0: And I do think, like, even though... I don't know. It, it, I do think this is a thing where, like, someone can be manipulated, but you still care deeply. Like, I do believe that he cared very much for Harry. I believe I believe in the bromance that is him and Newt. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, it's just he will not put those connections above what he views as the greater purpose. Mm-hmm. that's why like he's willing to send newt into the fray for this he's willing to let harry die for the other thing is like no these people like i care about them they're important people but this is what we're doing and and i think as he gets older he gets a little bit worse and a little bit better and that's why he's willing to sacrifice himself for it because that's what i mean and it and it's one of those things where like narcissists is it's is a way to say it, but it's not necessarily the most important because he does sacrifice himself at a point. But yeah. he's a lot more... He has a detachment from the world for the overarching picture, big picture, that I find very interesting because people portray him as, like, the kindly old mentor, and he's he's not.
0: Well, I, dare I say it, that he has more of an outside perspective of the world because he's spent too much time sticking his face into the pensive Pensive? Pensive? Pens
1: I think it's the Pensive.
0: Pensive. Yeah. Pants sleeve. I
1: don't know. Uh, <laughs> so one if we wanna go back slightly to when you were talking about how you like the whimsy of this movie more than the other parts, I mentioned like, I really like the Wizarding History. So I am equally as interested in that part. Wizarding Pirates. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm equally as interested in that part. Like, I would read Hogwarts of History. I would read or watch anything about, like, what built the wizarding world to the way that it was. Because that world building is one of my biggest addictions. And so, Game of Thrones. I am very guilty of having read almost the entire Wikipedia of the Game of Thrones histories, before I ever saw the show.
0: Well, speaking of, I know he just released a another book with like some stories set in the universe, but not
1: the next book.
0: I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's well. Don't worry, I had a oh, discussion okay. about that with. Oh.
1: Uh, side anecdote. I really need him to finish his series, and not because I want to read them, and not because the next series is going to end and possibly spoil the ending of the books i'm i am a big fan of the way george r R. martin builds worlds and creates character i'm not the biggest fan of his writing style because i'm not a big fan of multiple first person point of view and that's in anything like It's, it's
0: tough i think he's one of the best at it but yeah
1: it's oh yeah like i think he is a good writer the stylistic choice is not my favorite but that's the same with other writers that i love so, like, I've read many that, like, suddenly started doing that. And I'm just like, this is where you're kind of losing me. Because it, it. it's very hard to make multiple first-person point of view different enough that you understand who you're reading if you miss the header. Do
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I get that. That's kind of, in some ways, what this movie felt like.
1: Maybe. Can I say you one what? more thing? Yes. Yeah. So, my intro was, um, I when I worked in a bookstore... There was a dude, uh, there was multiple people, but it was just like, they would come in and be like, can I have the newest Game of Thrones book? And you would give it to them. They're like, I read this one. I want the newest one. And it's like, it's not out yet. It's like, what do you mean it's not out yet? And I'm like, no, it's, there's not, when is it coming out? There's not a date yet.
0: <laughs> uh, <it's just> always <laughs> good to think of Logan Lucky. Uh, I checked and, uh, Mr. Martin has not released the Winds of Winter. Prisoner. They were supposed to release that years ago. I'm sorry, he hasn't finished writing the
1: books yet. <laughs> but there are people transferred in here last week that knew what happened to the sexy dragon lady.
0: All right, but I'm sorry, they I, that's from the TV show. The TV show has passed the books at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, shout out to Logan Lucky if you now haven't Now I just movie. want to watch that movie. Which also has Katherine Waterson.
1: It does, and I like her a lot. I, I wish that she was in this movie more.
0: I was about to say, I agree.
1: I, I'm wondering if that was specifically just a writing thing. Because this, this movie definitely, folk. whereas the previous one had more Tina and less Queenie, this one was opposite. This was definitely a movie more about Queenie than it was about Tina.
0: Yeah. How do we feel about her Which one? joining the Blue Flame?
1: Um, Well... I might have been someone who watched, like, trailer dissections and stuff like that. So, I was... Yeah, I,
0: I watched maybe one trailer and that was it. W-
1: well, the, the biggest thing, and I found this really cool because it seems to be true. Um, if you look at all the movie posters for Crimes of Grindelwald, um, all of the good guys are um, facing one direction. All of the bad guys are facing the other.
0: And she's on that side. And
1: she's on that side. And I was like, "That's so cool." That
0: is cool. Marketing done well. Yes, there you go.
1: I know. I love stuff like that.
0: But like, how did you feel about it? Like,
1: I. One thing I really appreciate in this movie, or like this series of movies, is the good and bad isn't so cut and dry. So, in Harry Potter, it it's definitely written. For a child's perspective, where good and bad is a black and white thing. Or, you know, a this or that. And you never really have the crossover in between. Snape is not morally gray. He's a spy. Mm -hmm. Dumbledore is just doing his thing. (laughs) Um, And I wouldn't count him as that either. And even with just like the way that the school goes, Draco is bad where you know Harry and them are good
0: yeah there's literally teams of good and bad
1: yeah and so in this movie uh, Queenie is the best example but you get a lot more morally gray whereas she's not we've learned about her and she's not a bad person she's not doing good things but there's I think there's a difference in a good-hearted person making bad choices. Is more gray than finding out someone was a bad person all along. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I, but I'm just mean like her transition to that side. Uh, to me, I thought that was one of the th- one of the things they did the most well. Yeah, I don't know if that's a for- the They best. did the best, but yeah, I.
1: Well, it of all of the, cause there were a lot of storylines going up in this, and some of them got the short end of the stick. They really did keep a through line for her storyline.
0: Yeah. But I I think it worked like whenever she, whenever she went over to Grindelwald's side, literally, uh, it didn't seem like a what? What? But that's so out of character. I'm so mad now and I have to like attack the internet for it. No, it just seemed like a oh yeah, no, they, they set that up through the whole movie and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it shows an example of uh, because you have Gridwald like, this guy that, like, you look at him and clearly he's evil, but But I liked the, that's why I liked the the end, like, the third act of this movie, because it did show a little bit of his way with words and how he was able to manipulate people.
1: I know you compared him to, like, Hitler.
0: I called him, I called him Wizard Hitler. Yeah, the
1: (laughs) other person I would compare him to in, is uh, Charles Manson, which I think both are accurate but it's people who have a way with words and people who have a way with you know convincing people of their point of view so like having him make it so the guard attacked first making it so that he never looks like the violent villain
0: yeah and he in that once there's that one scene his first scene with queenie it very much she was so scared she was like he's going to hurt me he's going to hurt me and he was like no I wouldn't do that i i promise you i'm not going to hurt you I'm actually here to help you, and here's my proof.
1: Well, and other than... No, it's pretty much in the entire movie, he doesn't outright kill anybody. So he gets his followers to kill the family and the baby. He get Other than the lizard. The lizard, he straight up does. But the people in the carriage...
0: But the lizard's fine, so...
1: Yes. Uh, is Abernathy... Is the one who does the carriage stuff. And Grindelwald pushes the one guy out, but he also gives him a wand to save himself. Um, When it comes to the police people, he doesn't kill anybody. He, you know, he doesn't. He is specifically getting other people to do the dirty work for him. And it doesn't mean he never has, like, I killed anybody. But I think that's why he reminds me of Manson, because Manson. Part of the way that he got away with so much stuff is because he never outright did most like the really horrible things. Yeah. He convinced other people to go do it. And it's that kind of charisma to the extreme that Yeah, he
0: has a he has very high charisma stat and high yeah. roles. Oh god, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh. There were a couple also, stay of nat tuned 20s. for a
1: potentially trying to do a D&D <laughs> podcast, because that would be fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he rolled a couple of Nat 20s in, in that one. He, in he was, he was lever,
1: leveling up his scores, and he just kept doing the highest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but that leads me into the next thing I just want to briefly talk about. Uh, and because they, like many nostalgic things or prequels or all that kind of stuff they know to put the camera on certain things that they want you to see. Like, for example, Grindelwald's Grindelwald's wand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to see. I mean, I guess that will have to be, like, their duel. Well, because he
1: gets the Elder Wand.
0: I know. I know it's the Elder Wand. But, I mean, like, it's going to be interesting to see him get that from him.
1: Yeah. It's... It's, it's interesting because right now Dumbledore has a blood pact that means he and Grindelwald can't fight and they don't know how to break it. Um,
0: but it was stolen by little Niffler. The you little got Niffler. niffed. You got niffed, son.
1: <laughs> I did like the big giant cat. Yeah. With the little...
0: Yeah, I was conflicted whenever it was attacking people at this the freak show. I was like, but it's kind of cute and I kind of feel bad for it. And then when I got the little... And it was just just a giant its cat. Its eyes just
1: were like, what?
0: <laughs> so whenever they made it cute, I was like, okay, I'm okay with this. Well,
1: it's also, it's an animal that's been, like, tortured. I know,
0: that's-, yeah, that's why I felt bad for it. And then I didn't feel bad about feeling bad for it.
1: <laughs> nah. I'm all like, yeah, save the tortured animals. Who cares about the people?
0: I know. I know this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I did enjoy, like, seeing into the, like cacophony of all of Newt's stuff so with like the Kelpie oh um there was they did a oh my gosh in the circus they did the Japanese water demon uh, the Kappa which I thought was really cool because one of my favorite characters from an anime is a Kappa and I was just like "Ah, I noticed yeah
0: I was like once they say Kappa I'm like oh that's real
1: yeah no uh Kelpies are also real and um there's a lot of them that are actually thing I'm like I recognize this name
0: yeah uh, but
1: whatever happened to Bunty
0: yeah I was just about that's that was my next thing yeah too. She, she she went home for the day and she never came back
1: Well he also left yeah but it was just like
0: but, I, but one like, of the other reviews I was watching was like does she live there does she live inside the suitcase I'm like I don't think they, so but well, that's he said just go fun, home it was just a funny thought she's like okay I'm gonna go over in the corner of the suitcase
1: <laughs> but that's it's also it's not a suitcase that she's in she's not in the suitcase she's in the house. Because he leaves a note for her.
0: Let me have my funny thoughts.
1: Okay, fine. I'm just saying it's wrong. I
0: didn't say I believed it. I just thought it was a funny thing to think about.
1: Yeah, so that was interesting. And But I really don't know if we'll ever see her again. I was interested in the French lady. That's, like... Yeah. <laughs> the right-hand lady.
0: The whole time. You started, and then I kept thinking the same thing every time. Who are you? you no, know,
1: it's... Because, so... There's not really information about her anywhere. And I'm just like, but who are you?
0: (laughs) They don't say anything about her. They give her no backstory. Nothing. She's just there. She
1: is. And it's frustrating because I'm like, you're, I got more information about the stupid dude who decided he didn't believe hard enough.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He didn't believe in fairies enough. I
1: don't know. That's what I did think was like, if he I do believe
0: in fairies. I do.
1: Um, otherwise, I think that the biggest issue I had with this movie is that it, its through line wasn't there, so, like, it didn't have a very good, like, smooth story. That's what I
0: heard for, like, everything I was reading up on the movie it was, like, its through line is almost non-existent. Yeah,
1: it, it is much of, we're here, now we're here, now we're here, now here's the information you need to know, back here, and it's one of those movies, oh, I know what I was... I was watching a thing uh, from... Nice. I was watching part of the one-hour-ish review from Super Carlin Brothers about the movie, and they actually quoted someone else, I think, that... Um, and I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but they're saying that there are movies that are like, this is a good movie that like there's good movies that no one likes and then but this is like this is a bad movie that Harry Potter fans love. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would disagree, but I know a lot of people feel that way.
1: Well, it's one of those things where like it's it's definitely not the s- strongest Harry Potter movie. It's probably the of all the Harry Potter movies, the least able to exist on its own. Which I don't think is a bad thing. But it's it it's one of those things where like I had such a good time watching it, and I enjoy the questions that I'm asking. Yeah, see, I, I would call that. it a
0: good movie with with some problems. Yeah, and a lot of structural things. And uh, well, the one I was watching because I was watch Screen Junkie stuff, and one of the, one of the people from there was just like, she was like, it's a little unfair because I to me like J.K. Rowling can do no wrong, but that being said, there are some problems that you know, are tougher for me to, uh, overlook. Like, like the part, the inner child in me wants to overlook the, the flaws in it, but you can't help but notice that there are some.
1: Well, it's one of those things where like, it says in the credits written by J.K. Rowling. I don't think it was actually written by J.K. Rowling. I think she was the consultant on it because she's also admitted she's not a screenwriter. Yeah. I think she's the one who's giving them all the plot points. I don't think she's the one writing everything.
0: I don't think completely, but I think some of it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, I think she's involved, but I don't think you can say it's 100% written by J.K. Rowling. No. But, uh, before we get way too long with our thing, the ending. Uh. How do you feel about the ending?
0: I was just it just required me to do a lot of math and history timelines. The the
1: biggest issue this thing has is lining it up with the t- already established timeline of Harry Potter, which it is not doing very well.
0: But see, that's that's the part where I have a bit of a problem because I'm like if this is all JK Rowling's head of timelines and everything, she should know everyth- where how everything lines yeah, up.
1: Yeah, but It's that thing of, like, time is just so weird. It's
0: difficult, but if it's your baby and you're the one doing this, you should know how everything ends up in the timeline.
1: But here's the thing. If she never, started this and never thought she would be expanding upon upon it in a written way, she could know what she wanted to happen, but not have had to, before, work out all of the specifics. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it's just... I don't know. I, I think whether it comes down to, like, casting or just when they decide to put the timeline... Uh, what, like, once you put it in this movie, you've established it, and you're sticking by it. Uh, but so they're also just,
1: stuck with a certain set of things already.
0: I know. I just... And, I mean, they announced like... Day one, almost, that they were going to be five movies. So, I don't know. Then again, it could be a a, Star Wars thing. There's also, like,
1: like 20 years until the actual dumbledore Grindelwald fight happens.
0: 18, to be precise. Yeah, it's... Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. I just... I, I, I will trust them, and I will let them... I'm
1: just waiting for, like, the final battle between them. They're doing their wand water thing. And then like because of the blood pact it just affects him so much and you just see Dumbledore's beard just grow <laughs> and it's it's more like he was cursed like the result of breaking a blood curses you become senile old man and
0: cursed curses his age and curses his fashion sense yep uh yeah i mean i guess we'll see to be to i guess my answer overall i was like i i don't know
1: <laughs> so the the thing about this, is if... Okay, biggest spoiler warning right now, if you've been listening and you were like, I don't care about all the minor spoilers, this is the big twist of the movie. You have Credence, who they set up very heavy-handedly, which was the only other like big thing about this movie that I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, that he was going to be a Lestrange. You know, like the missing Lestrange. Um, oh. Speaking of Lestranges, one... Final thing before that. Mr. Lestrange is a jerk. Uh, Corvus. The, right. Yes, the old man Corvus. Yeah. Is a uh, misogynistic rapist. And I am not here for him. <laughs> and his stupid tree of men and flowers. Yep. No. If, if you're not dead, you, you better be soon. Uh, not the actor, just the man of fiction. But anyway, yeah. um, Credence is supposed to be Corvus Jr., and he's not. We learn that, you know, that baby died and he was switched with this baby.
0: Possibly on the Titanic.
1: Possibly on the Titanic. Um, and we learn that that baby that just so happened to also be on this ship to America was a Dumbledore? So that the baby is the brother of Albus Dumbledore. Excuse me. I the hardest thing for me to believe in this whole movie is that Dumbledore has a brother who is Ezra Miller's age, when his parents would have most likely been dead before they could have had that baby given the timeline of Dumbledore established in the Harry Potter books and the fact that we only ever hear them talk about one brother who, Aberforth yep and the sister who dies whose name is so similar to the one that they name him
0: yeah
1: and i can't remember her oh, name
0: well his name is Aurelius
1: yes and her name is very very similar it's
0: in- i want to say it's so close to Amelia but it's not it, quite.
1: It's something like that, and I can't think of it right now because specifics are really hard. Um, but she... There's a line in Harry Potter that implies that she's an Obscurus or scurial like Credence, and that that happened, and that's how you know her parents died.
0: And in this movie, Dumbledore himself establishes that the sister is already dead.
1: Well, no. So she... In, in the book, she dies... Very soon after, around when she's fourteen, because she accidentally kills the parents, and then Dumbledore is taking care of his two siblings, and Grindelwald is also there, and it's heavily implied that a wayward spell kills her, and that it's Grindelwald who did it, and so that's what's established in the books. But they never mention this other baby, and we don't know who the lady on the ship. Oh,
0: the other baby.
1: And we don't know who the lady on the ship is. And we don't know, also, if uh, Credence is lying.
0: Or if Grindelwald is lying. Yes.
1: If Grindelwald is lying. Yeah. Because he has his whole speech about the phoenix and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Which I'm really hoping he didn't just burn up that baby in a spell. The baby bird.
0: No, that was the phoenix. It, like... I I wasn't sure. Transforming into the phoenix.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I didn't trust him. But... um, we, that's what it ends on. And it's like, I I want to know how that works. Because...
0: And that's why you have to come back for the third of five movies.
1: Yes. <laughs> and so, like, the thing is, either there's a secret baby. Secret baby. Or, Grindelwald is lying. Secret baby. Or some other random encounter. That we can't predict as of right now. Secret baby. I can tell what Casey's favorite uh, theory is.
0: Well I know which which one is the most fun to say.
1: Secret baby. Do you have any final notes on the crimes of Vindaval? Secret Baby.
0: Uh I think we covered everything. I'm definitely interested in more, but I just I I want all the the newt adventures, Newt and Friends. Friends and newt, niffler and friends. Like, yeah I know that they're shifting everything over but to me if they're going to do that the shift seems a little too soon because I'm like I'm just starting to like these guys uh, and I I think my favorite part of the first one who doesn't get as much to do in this one was Jacob I love Jacob in the first one and he doesn't get as much to do in this one I still like him a lot uh, but that's that that's the movie I'm most interested in
1: well this movie suffers from the fact that it had to or it chose to introduce so many characters that none of them had enough time, barring about three or four.
0: I also miss Colin Farrell.
1: I know. I he really very wish good. he could have just stayed. Yeah. Uh, Couldn't Grindelwald be like, I enjoy looking like sexy Colin Farrell instead?
0: Yes. B- bureaucratic Colin Farrell. <laughs> I mean, Jude Law Colin Farrell. Like that... That makes, that makes some sense. That
1: makes more sense than really creepy Johnny Depp.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe that would be like, I need to... That's part of his plan. Like, I need to make them... Convince them even more that I am harmless and I am the good person. So let me change back into bureaucratic man. Here's a face you will enjoy. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, I feel like he didn't get enough credit in that movie.
1: No, and he was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Same. So, it's sad. I really hope we get more Tina, because she was, like, my favorite of the first movie. I
0: really like her aura outfit in this one, though.
1: Yeah, she's cool. Also, the Ministry rules and spells against having people come in does not make sense.
0: Yeah, I was just like... Like a public library, literally. Just yep. like, come on in and get your things. We might sick some cats after you, but...
1: Crazy old cat lady librarian who just stares in the camera at you for no reason.
0: Oh, we... Okay, maybe we can end on this. We have not talked about the random shaky cam moment. Oh, yeah. It just threw me off completely.
1: Oh, uh, So, there's the moment where you're getting the flashback from Lita Lestrange about, like, her time in Hogwarts, and she's examining the desk where she carved... L plus N, or whatever, into it, and we get to learn that she and knew knew each other and all that. But it goes from you know the cinematic scope that has been yeah, because she's just, like time, walking
0: through the halls and just like reminiscing,
1: and then you get into the classroom, and then suddenly you're on handheld camera, and it's like, what is this shift? Literally, it is, and it's so like my first thought is, are we seeing someone watching her? Are we, you know? Is it? It just seemed like a very, very I didn't, odd style. I didn't situation.
0: think that at all. I think it to me it just immediately seemed like oh, that's the that's the best take we got, so we got to use it.
1: Uh. And yeah. we tried
0: to fix it. Uh, tried to use like the fix the Steadicam kind of thing, and, and it didn't quite work.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very weird thing. Mr. Steadicam just got too over. much too much prum- booze tired. that night.
0: Yeah, but. Yeah, overall,
1: yeah. Yeah, overall, do like, would see again mm-hmm. to get like a better understanding, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited for the rest of them. I enjoy, I just love Harry Potter, and I love the whole world, and I will go and absorb all of it.
0: We just need like a a dark gritty TV show drama called The Founders. <laughs>
1: see i want to know if salazar slytherin is as big of a like racist classes jerk as they say that he is like it as is implied why did any of these people hang out with him yeah
0: apparently he throws great parties
1: i mean slytherin does have the best parties
0: yes and on that note I think we're done here. Yeah,
1: thanks for listening. If you liked it, please leave a rating on iTunes. And please, if you wanted to give us a comment, comment on iTunes, but also comment on SoundCloud, because until we get enough comments on iTunes, we can't read them. And so if you have something you want to say, SoundCloud is the best place to tell that to us. Yes,
0: make it magically appear. But also let us know what you want us to talk about.
1: Yes, and you can tweet us. Or talk to us on Instagram or any of that. I am at A Marie by the Sea on everything.
0: I'm at Cased Crusader on everything.
1: And we look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, where you will hear from us, we will say goodbye.
0: Goodbye.